Hello and welcome to the Hack Report. I'm Lola Loire. Coming up in this episode, I'll be talking to London Live journalist Formio Latoye about what needs to change to get younger audiences engaged in television news. But first, Josh Holly spoke to Donna KD Long, the former NUJ president, about unpaid internships and about how the National Union of Journalists can support aspiring hacks. We're not hearing the horror stories that we heard of four years ago. We had one situation where somebody was, um, six weeks is the maximum acceptable unpaid placement. We had somebody who was working for a year for a national newspaper without any pay whatsoever. Um, I think in, in the core of, in the centre of journalism, um, we're really starting to deal with that. And I think one of the things the NUJ has been trying to do is actually present people with alternatives. So we've got a new apprenticeship system in Scotland that the NUJ has been absolutely central in developing. So to provide people with the workers that they need, um, and they're focused on digital journalism, the very area that people tended to get brought in as um, interns. Um, so it draws down funding from the government for those get us all of the things that the apprenticeships get but at the same time people are paid um, and w- once we get them established then we will also make sure we look at how much they're paid there is a, a minimum rate that's particularly low for apprenticeships but more and more we're seeing where unions are involved apprenticeships across the board are actually rising up to a to a basic proper wage um, so it, it's difficult to tell. We still see them cropping up a lot in, in outside of mainstream media. Um, people looking for copywriters and not looking to pay any money for them. The freelance field is a nightmare. It's not quite internship, but these new pitch-yourself websites where journalists are expected to undercut each other um, right down to the lowest conceivable rate to um, to get freelance commissions are a, are a big problem and. The internationalisation of that process makes it very difficult for us to work on it just here in the UK. And I think what we need to look at is much more work across um, uh, journalist unions around the world to try and and deal with that situation. Get more people into the unions recognising how much they should be asking for for freelance work. the NUJ is uh, not able to recommend rates um, in the UK and banned legally from doing it in Ireland. However, we do have a website um, that's devoted to telling you what other people have been paid for jobs, and that's the Freelance Fees Guide. Um, so if you just do a, a Google search for that, it's the NUJ Freelance Fees Guide, and that will give you an idea based on information received from other journalists about how much other people have been paid for it. If you were to choose to use that as a base rate when you're going into negotiation, that's completely up to you. We're not recommending those rates. If you find yourself in the situation of being expected to work unpaid as an intern, get in touch. Um, We've had a number of victories on that where we've managed to get people back pay. It's a big campaign the NUJ has been running and and BEC2 as well. Um, to try and eradicate this situation where people are expected to work for months, month after month after month with no pay. So if you're finding a situation where you're being offered an unpaid internship that goes beyond um, six weeks, get in touch um, because we will name and shame. Donna KD Long there, talking to Josh Hollis about unpaid internships. If you've been in an unpaid internship that lasted over six weeks, then you can contact the NUJ by clicking the link in the description bar below. Now, what can news channels do to engage a younger audience? I asked this question to London Live journalist Formio Latoye. Here's what she had to say. I think you just have to kind of reflect um, the news agenda 
that will appeal to young people. So say, for example, there's no point talking about very complicated issues or um, maybe things that young people may not necessarily be um, going through in the news. Otherwise, you alienate your audience. So there's no point, you know, banging on about pensions and all that kind of stuff. Even though pensions are important to young people one day, I think if you are going to talk about something like pensions, you need to kind of break it down in a way that's going to be um, more digestible to young people or more appealing to young people. So I think if you want to, in, if you want to kind of like increase um, viewership of young people um, in, in regards to news, you need to definitely have a news agenda that reflects the issues that young people are going through. I think there is a there is a level of um, of being patronised in, in the news. Um, but I think it's only because the people who are doing the news are very different to the demographic that they're trying to cater for. So it's, you know, for me, for example, there's no point me trying to appeal to, I don't know, a Russian village full of old people because I wouldn't know the first thing. And it's the same thing with the news agenda um, in the mainstream. It's hard to appeal to a younger audience if the people who are providing the news don't know, really know the first thing about what it means to be a young person in this day and age and in this country. So um, I think to maybe try and get over that is to try and engage more young people to influence the news agenda in terms of you know doing more research, speaking to more key people rather than to just official people who may not necessarily know what's going on, you know, um, on the ground level with young people. Formula Letoye of London Live there on how to get younger audiences to engage with television news. For more on this topic, you can read my recent article entitled "A News Channels Engaging Young People." Just click the link in the description bar below. Now here's Catherine Purvis with all the latest wannabe hacks news. The Times led with a shocking splash yesterday morning, an image of a battered and bloodied Anthony Lloyd. The veteran Times correspondent was shot twice whilst being held hostage in Syria, but managed to escape with his photographer colleague Jack Hill. Since 2011, 63 journalists have been killed in Syria in the course of their work, according to the Committee to Protect Journalists. Newspaper publisher Trinity Mirror reported a 3% year-on-year revenue decline for the first 17 weeks of the year. But not to worry, the company's digital audiences are said to be growing by 100% year-on-year, with monthly page views now more than 400 million. There's more where Us vs Them and Amped came from, it seems. Tony Harkup, who you'll probably know from writing your Journalism Principles and Practices textbook, posted a blog this week all about the nine best and worst things about being a journalist. Healthy scepticism, lateral thinking and speaking truth to power made the positives list, and some of the worst... Cynicism, stereotyping and routinely demanding public apologies. You can see the full post on the Oxford University Press blog. Last week, the BBC announced it will launch daily infographics on social media as part of its continued experimentation into reaching audiences on new platforms. So from Monday, keep your eyes peeled for two daily infographics on current news topics on Facebook, Twitter and Pinterest. And the Wannabe Hack CV workshop will start up again next Friday afternoon. We'll be calling on you to cast an eye over a CV submitted by a member of the Wannabe Hacks community. We want your tips, advice and constructive criticism. For more information, or if you want your CV to feature in a future workshop, click the relevant link below this audio player. That's all your Wannabe Hacks news. I'm Catherine Purvis. That's all from us this time. But before we go, just a quick reminder that if you would like to get involved with the Hack Report, then get in touch with us on Twitter at WannabeHacks and we'll give you more information. We'll be back in a fortnight with another podcast. But until then, I'm Lola Loire and you've been listening to the Hack Report.